Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Electronic Patient Reported Outcome Measures, or EPROMs, offer numerous advantages over traditional approaches to clinical trials and practice, including better patient acceptance and data quality, faster completion times, and improvements in both clinical decision-making and symptom management. On the line to discuss this new technology is Dr. Harsha Rajashima, founder and CEO of Jiva Informatics. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Dr. Harsha, start by telling us what exactly EPROMs are. Electronic Patient Reported Outcome Measures. EPROMs are essentially measures that are reported by the patient and not by the clinical staff members. Typically in clinical trial or clinical research, it's the uh, physician trained uh, researchers and nurses who perform clinical assessments on patients in different disease areas, whereas EPROMs, which are more recently gaining traction, particularly in the context of rare diseases where patients know the disease and their specific symptoms way better than anybody else, especially when the patient populations are so small, physicians and researchers have to rely on what patients are saying are important measures for them, like quality of life and ability to move around in the house. You know, ability to sit up or stand up and walk, etc., which may not really were not necessarily considered in the earlier primary endpoints or secondary endpoints in clinical trials. These are now gaining a lot of traction with FDA recognizing them and so on. So does that help? And how can EPROM supplement clinical assessments? Essentially, clinical assessments are things that are measured by the clinical staff members using traditional methods such as lab reports through blood tests, urine tests, or, and such whereas EPROMs can supplement in terms of quality of life to help assess and understand the safety and efficacy of a drug or a therapy based on what the patients are saying, uh, whether it's really helping. Whereas in some instances, it may seem like the clinical outcomes may not have been great, whereas the patients may actually be feeling great, that they are actually experiencing much better quality of life with their chronic debilitating condition. They can be really supplementing the clinical assessments. What are some of the objections to EPROM-based research and why are those rapidly becoming moot? Key uh, objections have been that patient-reported outcomes may be difficult to trust or as they are self-reported by the patients and they do not necessarily understand the implications of how their reported outcomes are interpreted from a clinical trial research point of view. And so they may just provide certain opinions and their outcome measures, which uh, may not be of research quality. That's one concern or objection. The second objection has been how trustworthy the information or data itself is if patients are reporting them, especially not in a clinic and where patients are doing this virtually from their own homes or where they live. And do we know whether these were actually reported by the patients? So those objections are now 
soon becoming moot as newer technologies have come up, including the ones that we provide through the Jiva eClinical cloud platform for remote patient identification, authentication, and be able to accurately capture the outcomes through guided questionnaires and surveys, or or even wearable sensor-based data capture, which most of those earlier objections moot. I'm speaking with Dr. Harsha Rajasima, founder and CEO of Jiva Informatics. How does the episodic question and answer format used during periodic in-person patient visits miss crucial data? Absolutely. You know, typically in a clinical trial, there may be 10, 15, 20 visits or more over a period of, you know, nine months to say three years or five years in long-term clinical trials. And there, other than those monthly, quarterly, in-person episodic visits during which the clinical trial staff actually do the assessment on these patients at a clinic in person, there is no data between those visits. And we are losing a lot of valuable information on how the patients uh, have been feeling. These may be fluctuating during a period of time. And just capturing that episodic data points may not be sufficient to clearly get the true quality of life and other indicators that may be relevant in a clinical trial. And so continuous data capture in between those episodic visits and over a period of time, such as electronic diaries, where patients are reporting, oh, I had an infection today and I had to get on an antibiotic or for 10 days in the last month, or I had to take extra pain medication, I had a severe headache or migraine. Those types of committant medication, electronic diaries, maintaining a log of how the symptoms are fluctuating over a period of time is crucial data that can shed light on any variation in the data that can be explained with uh, such additional information. And how can better patient screening, enrollment, and e-consent communications, among other factors, yield optimum results? You know, Vicky, uh, trust is the most important factor in any clinical trial between the physician investigators and the patients that they engage. And to uh, a critical component of trust building and retaining the trust is open communication and transparent, timely communication. Having the ability to engage patients via text messages, email, audio calling, video calling as necessary and as approved by the regulators is very critical, especially in this new post-pandemic era when patients don't necessarily always have a need to travel to the clinical trial site in person. They can be engaging digitally and uh, having these omni-channel communication can really foster trust between clinical research and patients, particularly underserved minorities and medically underserved populations, which has resulted in a lack of diversity and equity and access in clinical trials. So this is going to be a critical game changer. What role will a modular digital platform play moving forward in improved clinical research? It's going to be a critical role and essential role moving forward as clinical researchers have for long been having to log into 30 different tools for various forms of communication, like email, SMS, audio, video, telemedicine, or uh, electronic data capture, and various other tools. Now, bringing all of those tools into a single login on a modular platform can significantly reduce the logistical burden, not just on the clinical research staff, but also on patients who have a portal to log in 
and can be engaged from their own existing devices from the comfort of where they live uh, with minimal travel burden uh, expected to visit the clinic every single time like it has been for the last 7-8 decades. I've been speaking with Dr. Harsha Rajasimha, founder and CEO of Jiva Informatics. Where can we go to get more information? jivatrials.com that's j e e v a t r i a l s .com. And any last thoughts for us? This is a, a excellent time uh, as the life science industry has been open for the very first time to adopt digital uh, innovation in clinical research. So it's an excellent time to drive that adoption and be part of the revolution that's unfolding in engaging diverse patient populations globally with clinical trial enterprise. Thank you so much for talking with us today and thank you for being on the front lines. You're welcome. Pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.